financially tuned. Whether it's a high-performance engine or an orchestra, there's a significant difference between being slightly out of tune or perfectly in tune. The same is true of your finances. When your financial plan is even slightly out of tune, you may be paying too much for taxes, exposing yourself to too much risk, or retiring without a sound income plan. And like the conductor of an orchestra or skilled mechanic, Eric Cheek of Nevada Retirement Planners is the professional who helps to potentially get everything financially tuned. For the past 24 years, Eric Cheek has provided current, insightful advice for seniors, retirees, and those preparing for retirement. Eric works one-on-one -on -one with each of his clients to take the confusion and mystery out of the issues that threaten financial peace of mind. Contact Eric at 775-674-2222 or on the web at nvretirementplanners.com. And now here's Eric Cheek to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with me, Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners and my co-host, Tony Shore. We're really excited to have you join us today. Uh, people entering retirement, they always seem to have concerns and fears. So today we're gonna talk about some things that I have noticed over the years of working with successful investors, what they do. And we're also gonna talk about some things that unsuccessful investors do as well. So you can kind of have a little playbook uh, on either uh, story there. What do you think about that uh, topic today, Tony? Eric, as always, you never cease to amaze me. Uh, that's a great show topic. And I know you've seen it all. You've dealt with a lot of people. You've dealt with some of the most successful multimillionaires, uh, all the way to just uh, the average Joes like myself, um, you know, the us working stiffs. Uh, and you've seen a lot of things. You've seen uh, mistakes that people have made. I'm not going to name names, Tony Shore. We've all made them. Uh, but uh, but yeah. Me. Yeah, that's a good idea, though, to really go over some uh, traits you've seen in successful uh, investors and some uh, traits you've seen that uh, unsuccessful people have had uh, that really kept them from having that success and therefore the savings and retirement they've dreamed of. So uh, I think that's a great show topic. But before we get into it, Eric, it's been a few days since we've talked. What have you been doing? What have you been up to lately? Well, I uh, climbed Mount Kilimanjaro last week. No. Um, <laughs> wow. Not much. I've been working. Uh, you know, the weather has finally turned, thankfully, and, and it so often happens in uh, northern Nevada. We go from, it seems like, winter to summer overnight. And so uh, we've gone from, you know, having our heaters on in the morning to turning the air conditioning on in the afternoon. But it's beautiful. Uh, work's busy, but you know, people, the uh, clients are starting to talk about their summer plans, you know, graduations and weddings and all that, all that stuff. So, uh, uh, the topic of discussion seems to be what the summer plans are, vacations and all that. And the common thread of all these conversations with my clients is money. How do we sure. pay for that trip, uh, the cruise to Alaska, so on and so forth. So, but it's always fun to, uh, talk about these dreams and, and uh, plans with my clients. I always enjoy it. Well, I think that's great. And um, I know you're a busy guy uh, and it's because you meet with a lot of people. And that, that leads us to our first question and our topic today. Uh, over the years, I know you've seen it all from the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, but maybe let's start off with the good this week and talk about some traits uh, that people have 
uh, that good investors have uh, that the rest of us could maybe learn something from? Well, uh, it can be investors or work habits or, or whatever, but you know what works the best in retirement is to have high income, low debt. Uh, how people achieve that situation is usually through hard work and and they they pay off debt and it seems that everyone has the same goal when they are narrowing in on a target date for retirement which is you know if I don't have my house paid off hopefully I can pay it off before I retire uh, get these final little pieces of maybe uh, college uh, student loans for kids or whatever get these things finally done and paid for but the other thing on the income side is uh, certainly people that have more financially secure retirements typically do not rely on one single source of income. Now, certainly there are the cases of certain uh, people that may have a very large pension and thankfully for them, uh, they have it. But a lot of my clients don't have a very large pension that they can rely on so they can just sit back and say my retirement is set. So what really works is is having more than one source of income. If you combine Social Security with uh, other sources of retirement income such as annuities and maybe rental property, things of that nature. But uh, coincidentally, uh, I was just thinking about successful investors and some of my most successful clients have multiple uh, streams of income. They don't rely on one sure. stream of income because sometimes those streams of income can be interrupted. Uh, think about people that uh, have a lot of rental property and that's how they build a nest egg is by buying rental units and renting them out and they have multiple streams of income. Well, those things work really good when you have high end, high employment and your rental units are all rented. But I can tell you that uh, some of my most astute clients uh, really struggled in the aftermath of the Great Recession when people lost jobs, especially in Nevada. We got hit just about as hard as any state in the country with the recession. And suddenly when people don't have jobs, they can't pay rent and they need to move and suddenly have an income source that is has been interrupted and certainly not providing the same level of income as it was before. So. I've noticed that very successful retirees and even self-made millionaires, they don't rely on one source of income. The old, you know, uh, put one fishing pole in one pond and hope you catch a fish. They have fishing poles in lots of ponds uh, catching lots of fish. So uh, that's, that's the idea there. And it really allows those people to uh, endure economic storms of one sort or another when they have multiple sources of income. So I try and do that with all of our clients and, and really stress that we want to be diversified in our investments just for these uh, circumstances that, that, that may uh, arise. Sure. And it works. Yeah. You don't want all your eggs in one basket, so to speak. And uh, I think that's great advice. Um, and asset allocation, I think, is a lot of what you're talking about, and that that's huge, especially in retirement, right? Yeah, we can talk about asset allocation. A lot of times, I'll just tell people, look, this money over here, let's just say it's in this bucket, and uh, this is your real estate bucket. And over here, uh, this bucket has some traditional investments like stocks and bonds and 
and we've got a really good portfolio of dividend stocks. Well, guess what? The reason we own dividend stocks is to receive those dividends in the form of income. There's another source of income uh, that typically sure. uh, can be very reliable. And right now, dividends are still paying uh, well above a 10-year treasury and well above what uh, interest rates you can find in traditional investments like CDs. So that's another form of income that can be very reliable uh, and very beneficial to a retired uh, person. So their money is continuing to work for them to help them provide income. And so uh, those are always good. Real estate investment trusts, spinoff income. So the more pots that we have that we can put assets in, uh, the better off we'll be. So it, it, it all goes along with what you just said about not putting all your eggs in one basket. I mean, God, we'd all like to think that we're we're geniuses and we bought Apple back in 1991 or <laughs> or even back in 19 or even back in 2002. Yeah, you know, exactly. we'd like to think that uh, we put ten thousand dollars in Apple stock back in uh, 2000, 2001, and you know, our ten thousand dollar investments were two and a half million or whatever. But you know, that uh, that's not what we do with client funds. We want to make sure that. Uh, they're diversified and they have multiple sources of income to draw from. And it really works. If you think about each bucket providing a source of income, I have a rental unit and I don't have a mortgage. Well, that bucket that contains that rental unit, uh, rental unit provides so much in income. Then I have my social security. That bucket provides me with this much income. Then perhaps I talked to a financial advisor and we thought it was wise to put some money into a good quality income vehicle like a uh, fixed indexed annuity that provides us with X amount of dollars per month, no matter what. There's another bucket that provides income and uh, so on and so forth. And so the more buckets that you can create and the more revenue streams that you can create, the more secure uh, the retirement's going to be. Yeah, excellent. That's that's exactly right. And I like that analogy, the bucket analogy and the asset allocation. I think that's great. And uh, of course, the diversity is what you're talking about. And you've seen that. And that's what successful investors and, and people who do well with their finances do. I know there are some other traits that you have that you want to talk about, but uh, we have to take a quick commercial break. Eric, before we do, is there anything else you'd like to add or share with the listeners? Yeah. Um, a lot of folks that listen to the show, the, we bring up a lot of topics and we move kind of fast through, uh, through a lot of the information, but they can go to our website at nbretirementplanners.com. They can download a link to listen to any of the previous shows. We always post them uh, after we're done uh, editing out all the bad jokes and everything. <laughs> uh, so they can go back and, and listen to it again if they missed a segment or something we discuss uh in detail, they can go back. And of course, they can always give me a call in the office at 775-674-2222 to set up a free consultation to discuss any of the things that we uh, talk about or any of the uh, items that uh, folks may be concerned about as they plan their retirement. All right. Well, thanks, Eric. And yes, we're going to be right back with more from Eric Cheek on Financially Tuned after this. Creating an income plan for retirement is crucial in helping turn your retirement dreams into a reality. One way we help our clients achieve this is through Social Security. Social Security can be an overwhelming topic. 
But our guide to Social Security can help you better understand and better implement a successful Social Security strategy. And you can download our guide to Social Security right now by going to nvretirementplanners.com or by calling Nevada Retirement Planners at 775-674-2222. And when you visit our website or call in, you'll not only get our guide to Social Security, but our entire Retirement Income Toolkit, which features the Guide to Social Security and much more. Call our office at 775-674-2222 or visit nvretirementplanners.com now. And welcome back to Financially Tuned. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And as always, the man of the half hour, our host, Eric Cheek. Now, Eric, at the end of the last segment, you mentioned something that I think is really key. It's a key point for us and for our listeners. You mentioned that uh, before we air these shows, they edit out the bad jokes. Were you talking about my portions then? I'm a little concerned because I think that would be any time I'm talking, that probably gets edited out then, right? Yeah, if we had to edit out all your bad jokes, there'd be uh, there'd be no Tony. So, <laughs> oh, there's a bad joke that's going to get edited out right there. <laughs> yeah, that whole section gone. All right. Yeah, well, it's a it's a toss up. <laughs> well, um, let's let's pick up where we left off on our last segment, and we were talking about characteristics or traits that you've seen in good investors. And you mentioned diversity of funds, like they have, they don't have all their eggs in one basket, so to speak. Uh, what are some other traits that you see in, in good investors and people who manage their money well? Well, uh, I also know that real successful, even business people uh, make a habit of, you know, dreaming about what their retirement is going to be and then setting realistic goals to achieve it. It's, it's like, uh, you know, how do you eat an elephant? Well, you don't eat it at one meal. You, uh, you take a little bite over, uh, over a long period of time. And, and, uh, that's exactly what I've noticed that really successful investors and retirees do. They, they first dream about what they want to do in retirement. And when I have clients, uh, in meetings, I, I want it, I want them to get specific. You know, you want to travel. Well, well, please tell me more. Uh, do you want to travel in the United States? Do you want to buy an RV and, and, uh, and hit the road for months at a time? Or do you want to, you know, fly to foreign countries? And I love when they start sharing their dreams with me because when they start sharing their dreams, then they start setting specific goals as to how they can achieve those dreams. And so I know that successful retirees that are successful financially, I know they do a lot of dreaming about the retirement they want. Uh, I know I do. And they also set goals that are realistic and achievable. And then they just check them off and they constantly uh, tell themselves and anyone who will listen and me what their dreams are. And we talk about the goals and, and how to get there. And uh, I think a lot of folks, they they go through life and they're so busy with life itself that they don't think about the future and how that's going to pan out. And they, they get to the, the doorstep of retirement. And this is what I can do based on what I have done. Uh, and, and they might certainly fall short of their dreams. And so I encourage folks to, when it comes to retirement, to dream about your ideal retirement. And then let's start goal setting 
to make sure we can get there, we'll have a lot better chance of success than just kind of rolling the dice and, and, and seeing how things unfold. So I'm always big on goal setting and I love when clients uh, engage in the process with me. Um, you know, another thing I've noticed that they do uh, is I call them time parasites, but what, what successful people do is, is they don't waste time. Time parasites. What I tell people in, in terms of time, it's, it's the one thing that, that people seem to think they have an infinite, infinite supply of. It's one thing they don't. Um, you know, once you have spent that, and, and here's how it comes to me, Tony, is I'll meet with uh, potential clients and they'll, will 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 I think we're working towards a goal and they'll say, I need to think about it. And maybe next year I can start this plan or, uh, in a few months I may be able to do, uh, this move that will help my finances. And I'm always pressing people saying, look, we, we don't have much time. Uh, it's something we can't get back. We can't put time in the bank and get it back. So when it comes to planning for your retirement, let's, let's have our ducks in a row, have a plan. So we don't waste time because we will not get it back. Um, I know I don't spend a lot of time watching a lot of television. I know people like to do that, but I like to stay busy myself and, and do things. I love sports and I love the outdoors. Uh, but, I, but when I'm at work, I don't have a lot of time to complete everything. So if there's any time parasites that waste my time, I, I've, I've developed ways to, to really move past that. And I would urge people in their own personal lives to, to think about time as a precious asset and not to waste it. Uh, I, I heard a famous quote, and I can't uh, tell you who said it, but I, I've, I've been using this for probably 20 years now. And it's a quote that I think sums it up, but it's the way I like to live my life. And it's simply life is not a dress rehearsal. Oh, I mean, it's it. It's I've our one that shot. Before. That's great. Yeah. I don't know who said it. It's probably someone really famous like Henry Ford or somebody, <laughs> but I, I can't, I can't attribute it to it or maybe Franklin Roosevelt or something. But, um, you know, we, we spend a lot of time engaging in wasteful activities and a lot of times people don't spend enough time on the things that will really matter to them, which is spending time on their investments and their dreams for retirement. And they wonder why their investment strategies aren't panning out as well and why their, their income needs in retirement may fall short because they really haven't done uh, the necessary work and spent the necessary time to make sure that these things uh, work out successfully. So I've noticed that uh, wealthy clients of mine, uh, they do not waste time, uh, in a lot of activities and they're very focused and very goal and, and dream oriented to achieve their goals. And, and so I just love it. They, they want to get to business, get the business out of the way and then, and then move on. And I think that's a really, really good thing for people to pick up on, uh, spend 10 minutes a day reviewing your finances, spend an hour a week thinking about the money that you've spent. Yep. And the money that you uh, maybe could have put aside, 
spend some time looking over your statements from your 401k to look at your asset allocation. And if you're concerned about it, call the people that you work with at your employer's, uh, your employer's uh, custodian, whoever that is. You can find those people, talk with them, uh, reallocate your assets, invest more, hit the targets for company matches. Uh, there's so many people that don't put enough in to get a match from oh. their their company on 401ks. These are things that people should really spend time on that will really make a difference. And uh, focus left, less on uh, the bachelorette and, uh, and survivor <laughs> and things like that. Well, that's great advice. Erica, we, we, this just in from our research department, and uh, I know on, on the show you've got quite a staff here, and, and um, our researchers just handed me a note. They were listening as we recorded today. Um, Life is not a dress rehearsal is a great quote, and I think that's great you uh, you use that because it really does fit with what you're talking about. But that was by uh, English-born novelist uh, Rose Tremaine said that. Wow. Way to go, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So new games stump the (laughs) co-host. Yeah. I didn't know that one either. We had to look it up, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, Rose, Rose Tremaine, English born novelist, but this is good information you're giving us today, Eric. And I want to tell you another quick thing. I know we got to go to break, but I want to tell you something else. And and I had a, I, two other things and we're going to move on. Um, I had a, 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 I had a mentor when I was younger and it, it really helped me. Uh, prepare it really helped prepare me uh, for life as a small business owner and I watched uh, my mentor who is a very very successful entrepreneur and is to this day he's a multi-millionaire several times over I watched him repeatedly fail and when I was younger and working for one of his businesses I used to just look at him and, and kind of go he's kind of silly, or maybe he's not as smart as I thought he was. But really, uh, he failed repeatedly because he was always pushing the limits and always had dreams and goals about starting businesses. But he was always unfazed. He would never quit because his dream was to become financially secure and be a a, a very wealthy man. And he is to this day. He was always unfazed. It was like a bump in the road. This was a temporary setback, but the mind was always the same. The mind, the, the, the mindset was always the same that nobody is going to deny me my American dream, my success. And he still is that way today. He's 68 years old. He lives in Las Vegas. And I asked him uh, the last time I saw him about a month ago when he's going to retire. And he goes, Eric, he goes, I'm never going to retire because I love what I do. I love getting up in the morning and I love going to work. He goes, I truly love it. And, um, and imagine getting paid enormous sums of money for doing something that you absolutely love. Yeah. Um, I just want him to retire so he can convert all of his business assets uh, over to me. And, but it doesn't seem like that's ever going to happen, but uh, he never quits on a dream. It it was almost like uh, if somebody told you, told him, no, you can't do that. He just became more determined than ever to prove them wrong. 
And I love that. I watched it over and over again of him refusing to let someone be what he called, and this is his, his term, a dream stealer. Oh, said, yeah. Eric, never, never steal someone's dreams. Uh, I'm sure there are traits that you've seen repeated uh, by people who are not good investors or good with their money. And these are things for our listeners out there to avoid. So what are some of those examples? Boy, well, we got to keep the list short, but here's just a couple that I was thinking about when we were on the break there. But uh, this one is one that, that everybody's familiar with, but I call it giving in to fear and greed, uh, making investment decisions based on fear uh, or greed. And I don't think either one of those emotions is a good basis to make investment decisions. You know, people will hold investments and maybe they have an emotional attachment to it. And I've heard countless people say, well, if I'd only sold X, Y, Z when it was at this price, I'd be, you know, rich right now. If I'd only sold my Enron stock, you know, you could just go down the list. And what happens is, is typically uh, a lot of uh, common investment stakes, people will get uh, emotional with what they own and they kind of want to cheerlead for it. And the stock will, will begin to slide because of, you know, economic factors. And, and I tell clients, you know, that they say, well, you know, Eric, when I bought this stock, it, it got all the way up to 30 and now it's down at 10. And I do some research and, and I tell the client, I said, it's a $10 stock. It's never going to be a $30 stock right now. It's a $10 stock. And they're still holding on to that, that emotion that, Hopefully they'll get back to 30 and then uh, maybe they'll sell it. But, you know, people typically they'll sell after something's lost value. And initially they'll hold on to it and they'll see it go down in value and they'll go, oh, it'll come back. It always does. And it continues to go down and they ride it all the way down. And finally, when the pain is too much, they finally sell. And on the flip side of that, if someone's been burned in the market, uh, they'll sit on the sidelines typically for a long period of time. And then once they determine it's very safe to get back in, uh, they get back in and the market's already risen dramatically. And so they engage in this uh, buy high, sell low mentality, which is re really driven by two emotions, uh, fear and greed. I also run into folks that are overconfident. Uh, they, they just think that they're the next Warren Buffett and uh, yeah, sure. they have, kind of an inflated sense uh, of their ability to make smart investments. And I always ask people like that, how'd you do in 2008? Well, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, hey, look, the smartest people in the world cannot see the future. And everybody sees the past uh, with, with clarity. So uh, it's easy to be overconfident, but that's a big challenge. Um, I have folks that course, you'll talk to people and they're, they just, they cannot get off of what has happened. Right. Oh, my stockbroker sold me this stock and it tanked. So they don't want to buy stock or, uh, this guy gave them a bad investment decision or this or that. And they just, they're constantly looking backwards. And I just tell people, how can you look to the future when you're constantly going over the past? Uh, let's move on. Uh, if you made a mistake as a, as an investor, learn from it, move forward, but don't constantly uh, just berate the fact that 
there were some bad decision making sure. along the along the way. I think that's um, important. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. Well, we're out of time for today's show, Eric. It's been great. Yes, it's true. It flies by. Uh, Is there anything else you'd like to add before we go today? Well, I had a long list of mistakes that investors make, but I guess I'll use that for another show. Maybe we'll do part two next week. Okay. (laughs) One mistake I'll tell you to avoid is not using a financial professional. So if any of you are out there wondering about the things we discuss on the show and you'd like to uh, give me a call or email to set up a complimentary consultation, just mention that you heard me on the show and we'll make that happen for you. Uh, don't rely on your neighbor's investment advice. He might be a great neighbor and, and can help you mow your lawn, but when it comes to your investments, look at professionals. So give me a call at 674-2222 or look us up on the web at nvretirementplanners.com. Everybody have a great week and we'll see you next week at the same time, uh, same day. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Eric Cheek at Nevada Retirement Planners. Call 775-674-2222 or visit their website at nvretirementplanners.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. 